Welcome to the Holistic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Gregg, Registered Holistic Nutritionist. I am so excited to deep dive into all things holistic health and wellness with you. Let's empower each other to live the optimal life that we deserve using a mind, body, and spirit approach to wellness. Let's dive in. Happy Tuesday, it's podcast day, yahoo! It's also sunny, really freaking windy, but it's sunny, so hooray for sunshine today. I think it was sunny last Tuesday also. I have a little bit of remembrance happening from two weeks ago or last week that I said the same thing on a Tuesday when I was doing my podcast. Hooray for sun! first week of March, hooray, I'm still a little sick, so if I sound mildly nasally, it's because I think I now have a sinus infection, oh, my poor immune system, so today's chat, we're going to move away from the immune system, and we're going to talk about the endocrine system, which is also known as your hormonal system. So, like many women with hormonal issues, I began my journey seeking help from countless practitioners, alternative, medical, all of them. And they all had a variety of different healing backgrounds and philosophies. And if you know my story, you'll know that nothing worked until I took things into my own hands and went back to school to become a nutritionist. But it really got me thinking, if my hormones weren't working for me, then I really had to learn everything about my endocrine system, my hormonal system, that I possibly could learn. So then, you know, I might even have a shot at understanding what was happening inside my body and why it had for some reason, betrayed me. It didn't betray me, but that's how I felt back then. So as I started to really educate myself about the endocrine system, I realized that it's not nearly as complicated and somewhat mysterious as its reputation. So the endocrine system is essentially what makes us uniquely male or female. And it's embedded in who we are and really how we function. So when you, you know, look at various dictionary definitions, then there's no mistaking the link. Um, It's a system of signals used to send messages. And your endocrine system is made up of a system of organs and glands that send messages to one another via your hormones. And it really just determines how the system functions. Okay, so your endocrine system functions in a completely regulated, predictable way and dictates pretty much every aspect of your behavior and physical and mental activity from your health to your thoughts to your mood, so much more. So this code inside your body just makes you who you are. So it is really the most important code that you'll ever understand 
because it's literally running the show. It's literally running the show of your life and it controls everything. So when we start to understand our endocrine system and our hormonal system, then we can really gain a lot of access to deciding how exactly we'd like that show to go. So when I started to really understand that there's like a clear order to how the hormones operate within the endocrine system, I really came to see that I really just needed to address each part of the system individually and in a specific order to get it functioning again. So until that point, you know, I'd just been using the toss the spaghetti at the wall approach, um, throwing a bunch of potential treatments at my symptoms, just hoping that they would eventually stick. But that's not how our system works to allow the endocrine system to heal itself. So, you know, all the treatments that I tried were really outside of my body. And yet I was looking for them to solve the problems inside. So I had to start to understand that I needed to gain access to that information that was inside my body. And it it wasn't really until I committed to learning that um, and working with the information that my body needed that my body started to heal itself. So when I started to put the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program together for myself, I asked, you know, what does my body want to do? How does my body work? And what are the things that I really need to do in order to support its processes? So really, we just need to start learning about the endocrine system and how it works. Like this is what we should be taught in school, Um, like in grade four. I, I don't know, maybe earlier if we can understand it, but grade four, for sure. And onwards. Screw math. Let's learn about our endocrine system. So there's a really methodol, method, method, oh my gosh, methodology. That's the word. There's a strong methodology that you can follow for your endocrine system um, because it comes from the fact that the brain which is the control center of your hormones, has to interpret so much hormonal information at one time that it really needs to prioritize the importance of the various hormones in order to get anything accomplished. So in other words, our brain is our endocrine system's ultimate project manager. And everything that happens in your body begins with a signal produced somewhere along your endocrine system. So when I started to understand the language of hormones, I really experienced this like, aha moment, like, oh my God, I, I had no idea that this would be as important as it was. And by all means that I have no idea that I would be developing an entire career around it. But finally, it made perfect sense to me why I had these issues and why I needed to, what I needed to do to improve them. And so the path forward was super clear and it was such a relief not to feel like a victim in my body any longer. Um, My fear about my own body instantly melted away in light of this amazing information and the understanding that I had gained about my hormones just felt like such a weight off my shoulders. 
So instead of feeling like I had to wrestle my body into submission to get to do to get it to do what I actually wanted it to do, I could just develop this beautiful partnership with my body instead. So it was me who had been missing in action all along, not the other way around. Ladies, I have something super exciting coming up starting March 17th and running for 14 days. I am so pleased to introduce to you the 14-day Happy Hormones Workshop. Yay! Two weeks of meal plans, diving deep into your hormonal health and how we can address mismanaged blood sugar, overexertion of your adrenal glands, getting rid of congestion throughout the pathways of elimination, and talking about a lifestyle that works with the patterns of your menstrual cycle instead of against them. We're going to dive so deep into how you can heal all issues with your hormones and live in cyclical harmony with them. The link to sign up is in the podcast notes and I can't wait to see you there. So once I really understood the order in which the endocrine system functioned and the fact that there's like this whole cast of characters that influence your health to varying degrees, I realized that there's also an order in which things start to break down. So the underlying causes of all hormonal problems work like a line of dominoes. So when one part of your endocrine system is affected, the next collapses and soon the one after that falls and so on and so forth. So the, they essentially topple in exactly the same order of importance they follow when they're working well and when they're undergoing regeneration and realignment. So to this end, here's the five underlying causes of hormonal issues in women, the way we break it down in the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program. The first one is mismanaged blood sugar. The second one, overexertion of your adrenal glands. Third one, congestion throughout your pathways of elimination. And the next one, number four, a lifestyle that works against the patterns of your menstrual cycle and separation from your feminine energy. So the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program works in exact in exactly the same order to bring about hormonal healing one step at a time so that we can stabilize your blood sugar, nurture your adrenals, support the organs of elimination, cross-train your menstrual cycle, and engage your feminine energy. So that last item, the feminine energy, wasn't really a big part of my original program. Um, I've slowly been adding it in two years later, and I just really started learning a lot more about it and started to witness that pretty much every woman who went through this process wasn't just getting healthier. You know, she was transforming every single area of her life. And the question why this was happening stared at me in every single session. And as with all things in my holistic profession, I was able to kind of step back and take a holistic view of the endocrine system. And so that is where the feminine energy portion came in. 
So really the first part of my research when I was designing the program looked at each individual moving part of our endocrine system and really how each one worked, what they needed in order to do their job most effectively and how they fit into a routine with all of the other parts. So then I really began observing the quality of the endocrine system as a whole and its effect on our behavior has such a huge impact on our behavior. So from a broader perspective, I really just saw that everyone's endocrine system creates an environment of constant change. So I I would see that my clients were making changes in every part of their lives as they became more attuned to the chemical changes that were happening in their bodies. So when your endocrine system is compromised, you don't have good access to your innate nature of change. It's kind of like a CD that's skipping. You can't move forward in other areas of your life when your hormones aren't moving fluidly. So now you can think about the complexity of not having enough of certain hormones circulating in your brain or maybe even too much of these hormones. You literally can't think straight. So how are you supposed to intelligently and strategically look at your life and create new ideas and connections when your brain doesn't have access to an ideal chemical environment? The answer is you can't. You cannot. But the good news is that I noticed in my clients and in my own life that when we heal hormone dysfunction, it really gives us the ability to tap into our power, that that power of continuous change, which I like to talk about as the feminine energy aspect. And I want to just make really clear that your lady parts that you think are the only ones controlling your hormones are not just your uterus. These are all of the physical structures that support the function of your reproductive system. The hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, your thyroid, your liver, your kidneys, your pancreas, your large intestine, your lymphatic system, your adrenals, your ovaries, your fallopian tubes, your small intestines, your gallbladder, your breasts, your clitoris, your vagina, your vulva, and your uterus. There's a lot. It's not just about your uterus if you're struggling with reproductive issues. There's 20 different body parts that we have to look at in order to heal that specific area of your body. So really just think of aligning yourself with your endocrine system this way. So when you're hungry, you know exactly what your body's trying to tell you. You don't feel your stomach growl or your energy sputter and wonder what's going on. No, like you make a beeline for the closest source of fuel so that you can satisfy that empty stomach. So in much of the same way, I want you to be able to interpret your endocrine system signals as seamlessly as you do hunger and give that system the TLC it needs to perform beautifully at all times. 
So the only way that you can possibly know your endocrine system signals as thoroughly as the physical cues you've been listening to your entire life is getting a deeper understanding of how that system works. And then once you've achieved that, it's so easy to see how hormone misfires manifest as symptoms that vary wildly from a foggy brain to killer menstrual cramps to chocolate cravings to bloating to anxiety and so much more. So all aspects of your endocrine system are involved in making or breaking how healthy you are in the category from which you're coming to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Maybe it's menstruation, maybe it's fertility, maybe it's libido, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's weight. But what's happening in the five different endocrine support systems that I'm going to break down for you in just a moment is the underlying issues with your period, fertility, libido, weight, anxiety, etc. And this was one of the biggest discoveries that I made when it came to treating my own menstrual issues. So instead of treating the symptoms, which was what every single medical professional I had chatted with was trying to do, I learned that when I worked with my endocrine system, exactly as it worked, following its rhythm and supporting it with diet, exercise, and lifestyle habits, I could successfully restore it to its normal state of being. Ladies, do you want to learn more about your body and actually get to the root cause of your symptoms? Well, I have just the program for you. The Healthy Hormone Mastery Program is an all-encompassing program that is going to naturally heal your symptoms using food and lifestyle strategies. I have helped so many women completely reverse their pain, acne, anxiety, digestive problems, and hormone imbalances, and I would love to help you too. If this resonates, then let's jump on a free hormone breakthrough call together to see if this program would be a good fit for you. Ladies, do you want my free guide to the three simple changes to having a happy and liberating period? I developed this guide to give you some amazing simple changes that you can make today to change how you're experiencing your period within the month. You're going to have no discomfort or dread the arrival of your period. And I created this amazing free guide for you. Download it, enjoy it, and let me know how it goes. So the first zone that you really have to understand is what I'm going to refer to as the blood sugar group. So the pancreas and the liver. Unstable blood sugar is the most important underlying cause behind hormonal issues. Um, The pancreas, the liver, and the brain, they function as blood sugar stabilizing organs in the brain. 
a full 98% of your pancreas is actually not an endocrine gland at all. It's an exocrine gland, which means that it produces digestive enzymes to help your stomach break down macronutrients like carbohydrates and protein that we consume in food. But the remaining 2% is a powerhouse. Its job is manufacturing the hormones that regulate your blood sugar levels. So when we eat refined carbohydrates like a candy bar or a really big bowl of pad thai that doesn't have any protein attached to it, your body breaks down these carbs into simple sugars, primarily glucose. And your pancreas reacts to the abundance of glucose in your bloodstream by releasing the hormone insulin. Insulin's literal mission is to escort the glucose into your body's cells, which use the glucose to replicate their DNA, divide, and make new cells. But some glucose also ends up in your liver, where it's then converted into glycogen, a form of energy that your muscles rely on. So your pancreas also responds to super low blood sugar levels. So when your blood sugar dips, which quite often occurs when you don't eat enough or you skip a meal or maybe you're trying to do intermittent fasting, your pancreas pumps out the hormone glucagon. And this hormone tells your liver to convert stored glucogen, oh sorry, glycogen, yeah, glycogen back into glucose and releases the glucose into your bloodstream to bring blood sugar levels back up. So this process essentially just makes sure that your brain, your heart, your muscle tissues have adequate energy in the form of glucose to do their jobs. And although your body is programmed to restore glucose as a means of survival, you really do want to avoid putting it in a state of low blood sugar too often, especially if you're someone who's dealing with a variety of hormonal issues. Do not intermittent fast. It is not good for your body. And as you'll learn when I talk about the elimination group, your liver is responsible for breaking down estrogen that your body has already used and helps it to essentially leave your body. And then when estrogen lingers in your bloodstream, it piles up and it throws off that endocrine balance. So this creates additional hormonal symptoms. And if the liver is frequently focused on converting glycogen into glucose because of that low blood sugar, it's going to have way less energy to spend on eliminating estrogen and other toxins. So we really, really, really want to use food to stabilize your blood sugar instead of relying on your liver to do it for you. So controlling your blood sugar is an extremely intricate and delicate seesaw that easily and frequently goes awry, which helps explain why nearly 27 million North Americans suffer from diabetes today. So when you carefully select the foods that you put into your body, the very premise behind my Healthy Hormone Mastery program, 
you're going to keep your blood sugar levels as balanced as possible. The next group is the stress group. And we kind of touched on the stress group in previous podcasts, but this is the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. It's essentially like the switchboard for your body's response to stress. So when you're stressed, your hypothalamus sends out a hormone which stimulates your pituitary gland to secrete adrenocorticotropic hormone, which we're going to refer to as ACTH. So this surge in ACTH tells your adrenal glands that you need to release a cascade of stress-related hormones, including cortisol and adrenaline. And these compounds and the responses they trigger within your body evolved essentially to help your cave-dwelling ancestors dodge dangers like saber-toothed tigers and encroaching tribes. And adrenaline, for example, boosts your blood pressure and heart rate, while cortisol shoots out glucose to your muscles so you have the energy to outrun lions and tigers and bears, oh my, and ward off loincloth-draped humans that may be trying to attack your tribe. So this fight-or-flight response is super helpful back in the day. However, now in our current lifestyle, your stressors like your shitty boss or dwindling savings account or a messy breakup are likely to put your life on the line. So not recognizing that distinction, your HPA access responds the same way it did 10,000 years ago, no matter the threat. So when chronic stressors keep your HPA access permanently on alert, that perpetual state of readiness can really, really, really destroy your endocrine system and put you at risk at risk of potentially deadly conditions like heart disease, stroke, causes insomnia, weight gain, fatigue, fertility issues, and sex drive issues. So stress is huge. Please refer back to previous podcasts to listen to to learn about stress. Um, The third The third group I want to mention is the metabolic group. So this is the thyroid and parathyroid. So your thyroid is best known for determining your basal metabolic rate. And what you may not know is that your basal metabolic rate is responsible for so much more than simply how many calories your body burns at rests. It also sets your heart rate, your blood pressure, your breathing rate, your temperature, the speed at which your cells consume oxygen, and so much more. And in infancy and childhood, the thyroid even supports bone growth, as well as the development of the brain and the nervous system. So really just given the fact that your thyroid has a hand in so many elements of your health, you can see why it's super important to take care of it. And yet, one out of every two women... 50% will suffer a thyroid issue at some point in her life. The reason? Our thyroid is so, so sensitive to what's going on inside and outside our body. So even like 
you know, seemingly insignificant things in our life, like too few hours of sleep, too much chlorine in your water, too many sugary caramel macchiatos can completely cause it to go haywire. But that's also good news because your thyroid is so sensitive to what you put in your body and what you do to your body. You can really easily support and maintain its health with simple diet and lifestyle changes. So because the thyroid and parathyroid work as a team to monitor levels of calcium in your bones and your bloodstream, the parathyroid churns out a parathyroid hormone, which sweeps calcium out of your bones and into your blood. So your nerves and your muscles, including your heart, rely on that calcium function or rely on that calcium supply to function but when we leave it unchecked that parathyroid can actually remove too much calcium from your bones which can cause serious issues like osteoporosis so as a safeguard your thyroid produces the hormone calcitonin which signals that parathyroid to redistribute some of the calcium it stole back into your skeleton Isn't her body so fucking cool? However, we do need to maintain the right levels of key micronutrients from food because this is really essential for this zone's well-being. Okay, zone four, the elimination group. This is the liver and the large intestine and the lymphatic system and your skin. So although these organs aren't producing hormones, they are essential for ushering hormones that have been circulating through your bloodstream out of your body. So can you imagine what would happen if the hormones your body naturally produced, as well as those that we found in the foods that we eat, the medications we take, the products we use, remained in your body? You would just have like an explosive hormonal experience if it weren't for your elimination group's ability to get rid of these chemicals that over time become super toxic for your health. A buildup for, of estrogen, for example, <clears throat> provides fuel for tumors to grow. Estrogen is a growth hormone, and if you're susceptible to cysts or um, tumors, then estrogen is likely the culprit. So fortunately, the elimination group is your natural detoxifier. So your liver breaks down hormones and other substances into smaller, more manageable molecules, which travel through your gallbladder and into your large intestine. And then they bind with the fiber you consume in your diet, hopefully, and finally exit your body in the form of bowel movements. So in other words, when you go to the bathroom, not only are you disposing of the byproducts of the foods you eat, you're also getting rid of the chemical waste, the broken down hormones that otherwise would have overstayed their welcome and compromised your health. And so the skin and the lymphatic system have an excellent working relationship when it comes to getting cellular waste and hormonal overload out of your system quickly. Your skin is your largest organ, and because of its really big concentration of pores, provides a natural way for waste to leave the body through sweat. And your lymphatic system is a 
super highway for clearing away any cellular waste from your bloodstream. And the lymph node regions are where there's a huge concentration of action. That's why it's so important to keep the node areas flowing as they are near super key hormone sensitive areas like breast tissue and ovaries. So you most likely have already observed the effects of stress hormones leaving the body through the lymphatic system. Skin partner, um, you know, have you ever seen a dramatic change in the scent of your armpit odor when you're under stress? This is your lymph skin elimination channel trying to help compensate for dangerous levels of episodic stress hormones in your body. Without all these ways for hormonal waste to leave your body, that delicate hormonal conversation would quickly break down as our hypothalamus would seek to suppress hormonal output. So, so, so important. And finally, the last zone is the reproductive zone or the reproductive group. So this is the hypothalamic pituitary ovarian axis. So many women think of the menstrual cycle as something that happens solely below the waist. But again, as I mentioned earlier, it's a really sophisticated conversation that's constantly occurring between the ovaries and the hypothalamus and the pituitary glands. So the hypothalamus is constantly scanning your blood for levels of different hormones, um, including estrogen and progesterone that your ovaries put out. And then based on those concentrations, your hypothalamus tells the pituitary to send out two hormones associated with your cycle follicle-stimulating hormone, and luteinizing hormone. And this happens at just the right times and in just the right amounts. So while these hormones are directly involved in your fertility and your period, they're also going to play a huge role on how you feel on a daily basis. Your mood, your water retention, your energy, your anxiety, your sex drive. The ratio of hormones at various points throughout your cycle sets up your emotional canvas, whether you'll be happy or cranky, energetic or lethargic. So in other words, to intimately know your cycle is to intimately know yourself. So my big goal in breaking down those various groups within your endocrine system is to really just help you gain a new appreciation for the complex processes that your body performs each and every moment that you're alive. So with this new information about your endocrine system, you might be wondering how you can start applying it to your own body and your own life. Well, the most important thing you can do right now is to become an observer of your hormonal health. Instead of dwelling on the big, annoying symptoms that you might be experiencing, maybe it's acne, low libido, missing periods, whatever it is, trace those symptoms back to the five endocrine groups so that you can start noticing how well your endocrine system is actually functioning and where it might not be working so well. At first, this task might seem slightly overwhelming, but just trust that you as a woman innately know how your body is supposed to be working. Your body is constantly in direct conversation with you 
and nobody can tell you what's going on in your body better than you. So what does this look like? Well, an example, you know that ideally you should wake up with energy and feel sleepy when it's time to go to bed. But if you have to tear yourself out from under the sheets every single morning, despite sleeping for eight to 10 hours and regularly experience a surge of energy when you're trying to fall asleep, these are clues that something most likely in your stress group is off. So if certain daily experiences aren't aligning with your expectations of how they should be going, write them down. Write them down on a list that maybe you keep in your purse or you store as notes on your phone. You can use this list to better understand which of the five endocrine groups need your attention most. And it's okay and even expected if the answer is more than one since they all work together. Like you'll probably find little areas in each one that's off. So just gaining this familiarity with the different parts of your endocrine system and how each one is working is way more helpful and empowering than just focusing on your symptoms as distressing and distracting as they may be. But this exercise gives you the tools to better understand what's really going on behind the scenes. And furthermore, with this preparation, once you begin engaging in this practice, you'll be able to notice way sooner and more seamlessly when improvements are also occurring based on how the experiences you've recorded change and improve. And if you want to go even further, then let's chat. Let's chat on how I can help you do that. Maybe you join my 14-day happy hormone workshop happening on March 17th. Or maybe you take the full dive and deep dive deep into the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program with me. Or maybe you can do it on your own from the tools that I've given you. Whatever it may be, I wish you a happy day full of stress-free moments and aha moments in which you're identifying how your hormones may not be working as well as they should be. Happy Tuesday. Have a great day. Love you. Ladies, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Holistic Goddess Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me if you left a review and rating of my podcast on whatever platform you're listening. If you have friends that would benefit from this episode, please share it. Thank you so much. I am beyond grateful. Thank you.